You spit out the dog like the best of them, you know? Damn right I do. <laughs> That's an old recording phrase. Do you not know that? It's like you've been spitting out dogs your whole life. <laughs> As a cat person, I guess I kind of... The more you yeah. say it, the more it sounds like an it's idiot. It kind of does use. sound real. <laughs> but only one of you is going to survive. <gasps> Zach Ogle. My name <gasps> is Violence. <laughs> You're making this up. <laughs> no, he said my name is Violence. I learned just just enough um, about the piano to hate my parents. And, uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> this human uh, sent me first of all a dick pic. Oh, great. And then wow. um, just said, "Send me your cell thumbs up emoji," and that's how you know it's safe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm cool. I'm not gonna hurt you. Thumbs up. Uh, I'm not gonna hurt you. Also, I'm a cool anonymous penis. <laughs> uh, Zach, should we start the show? Yeah, I thought you'd never ask. All right, great. Hello, everybody. Hi, 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 hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm Haley. I'm Zach. And, and we're, we're not, not together. together. How's it going? It's great. Couldn't be better. It's Tuesday, the worst day of the week. Woo! Um, it's, it's, just, it's just, you know how every day has like a vibe? Tuesday has no vibe. No vibe. It's just more Monday. It's more Monday. It's just pure week. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's, like, it's the epilogue yeah. to Monday. And Mm -mm. literally, it's, I mean, today is literally the day I take my trash cans out to the curb. That's how much Tuesday sucks. It's just trash. Monday's epilogue is a good title for something. (laughs) It sounds like it, it sounds like it means something very rich and then doesn't at the same time. Right. I feel like that's how a lot of YA novels start is just (laughs) like, I don't know what this story is going to be about but i know it's going to be titled monday's epilogue and eventually there will be a trilogy and i will make a bunch of money off this movie yeah well i mean right away you have seven books that you can just (laughs) like monday's epilogue (laughs) like tuesday's left elbow (laughs) like wednesday junior yeah wednesday junior uh thursday's special like you could just keep going like that yeah yeah, and <laughs> and then on Sunday, all the characters die. But it was a dream. It was and Bloody Sunday. There you go. Yeah. Bloody yeah. Sunday. Bloody Sunday. Um, and then, bef- like, literally before the first book comes out, somebody's going to option that shit. It's going to be made into a YA movie. It's yeah. going to suck. Oh. But it's going to it's gonna do well. Horrible. It's going to be horrible. Yeah. It's going to be horrible. I can't wait to write this movie. Wow, y'all. I'm about to be fucking rooch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, they're, they're making another, like, after years, another Twilight book. Oh, and I think kidding? another and another Hunger Games. They just can't get enough, these people. Oh, my God. That's insane. Yeah. It's wild. Okay, it's wild. we're due then. If they're, if they're grasping at sequels of Hunger Games and Twilight, then they're desperate for Monday's epilogue. It's so easy. All you have to do is just, like, throw a dart at, like, a board of, like, just words that you have and then... And then, make, make it semi-dystopian. Call somebody like Colonel 
uh, mug or some shit. Colonel I just again, I'm just looking amazing. around my room. Colonel I'm just looking mug. around my room right now. You and need, that's that's your villain right there. All you need is a horny 19 year old woman, someone named Colonel Mug. Colonel Mug. Dis- two, maybe three love interests. Two or three male love interests, yeah. but all of them perfect, right? Somehow, yeah. but in different ways. They're perfect in different, in different ways. ways. Yeah. <laughs> And then yeah. set in a dystopian background. And you've got yeah. yourself a fucking YA novel, baby. The hashtags write themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm team Colonel I'm Mug. team Peebo. What's your <laughs> what's that? Um I'm team Raster. because uh, he's the sexy mysterious. Raster? One. Oh no, Raster's the worst. He's just you just he's like him because he's tall and mysterious. He's misunderstood. Uh, um, but he killed Peebo's dad. He had to. You know he had to. He had no other choice. He had he was to disguise as Colonel Mug. He had to save Selena. You're right. Selena's a good name. Anyway, yeah. we could go on and on and on about our very famous YA novel. <laughs> Um, but that's not what we're talking about today, no, Haley. No, it's not. No. We will have a Q&A with the authors after <laughs> the, the podcast. They will be signing books. Uh, <laughs> we got to get our um, our our uh, little author portrait together, the two of us. Oh, yeah. You're so right. You're so right. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, the, the person who is here today, though, uh, is a good friend, uh, Cake. Uh, or cake mix, or Colonel uh, Mug, or <laughs> Colonel, Colonel Mug. Mug. Colonel okay. Mug's not bad. Not very uh, gender neutral. <laughs> <laughs> um, cake is an activist and is uh, is on today to talk about their journey as uh, being trans non-binary. That's me. Hello. Thanks for having me, friends. Howdy, howdy. You're welcome. Thank you for Hello. being on. Yeah, of are course. you team, first, first off, <laughs> Most are you team Kibo or team, what was it? Raster. Raster. Uh, I'm team the other archetype that's missing. Oh, which yeah. Which is the name of the character. Yeah. That archetype. Would, I'm oh, team I, archetype. Team yeah. archetype. Oh, yeah. He's like the quiet, studious one. We love for him. Sure, archetype's for sure. pretty good. We love him. The sad one, I think. Yeah, too. yeah. Yeah. I'm sucker for the sad ones. Yeah. <laughs> I love a sad, I love a sad boy or gal or sad whatever. It's one of the reasons I sad love. Mug. Sad, sad mug. I love a sad mug. <laughs> oh, a relatable, uh, 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 a relatable villain is going to sell. Mm-hmm. It's going to sell a lot more t-shirts. We're going to have to have mugs too. Mm-hmm. Should this just become a brainstorm session for yes. Monday's episode? <laughs> yes. yes. All right, scrap it. Scrap Screw this all up. transness. <laughs> We're talking. This, no. This super heterosis YA novel is way more important. No, 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 no. No, I know as much as as much as much it's killing me, as much as I, God, do I really want to. And as much as I know we're throwing away this moment by not talking about it, we have to stick to our this guns. This is the only opportunity we have. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only time. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Here we go. Thrilled to be here. Thrilled to be here. Yeah. Um. Cake, thank you for uh, staying up past your bedtime. I know it's it's your it's later yes. there in New York it for is. you. It is, yeah, it's great. The ice cream truck is still running though, which means I'm allowed to be awake. That's the That's rule wild. in Washington Heights. True. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How often does it come by? Uh, it's just always there. Um, it doesn't move. It's just when 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 the generator runs out of power at two a.m. Um, <laughs> and the music finally stops. That's when the city begins to sleep. 
<laughs> Finally. New oh, York so it weird. does sleep. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's medicated. It, it, it tosses and turns. Gotcha. But, yeah. But only once uh, the ice cream truck goes yes, to sleep. That's that's the ticket. That's the rule. It's that's like a reverse phrase. <laughs> it's like a reverse rooster. It's like once <laughs> the ice cream truck dies, that's when you know you can go to sleep. Otherwise, right. you have to stay up before. I am team reverse rooster for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean. Uh, but anyway, uh, Cake, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Sure. Um, do you mind kind of giving us a little intro about uh, just yourself and yeah. uh, why you're here? Sure, sure, sure. I, uh, I've been a New Yorker for about eight years. Um, my pronouns are they and them. I identify as trans non-binary, um, which is a journey that I began. Well, it's a journey I've been on my entire life. You know, you, you once you find the words to, to what's been happening to you your whole life, um, you're like, oh, right. Uh, but I didn't uh, stumble upon my identity until uh, 2018, summer 2018, and um, that's when I adopted trans non-binary. And uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a former um, developing producer for plays and musicals here in New York. Um, I lost my job during COVID, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, and so since then, I've been figuring out what the fuck to do with my time and my unemployment salary. Um, and yeah, this is the, during quarantine is when I found my name, Cake. Uh, and um, I've been through a lot of experience lately that have uh, shown me that there is still a lot that people don't know about trans identity, um, which you two, of course, are well familiar with. Um, uh, the, and I think because I'm pretty inarticulate and I have a lot of intersectionality that offers me pretty good vantage points and empathy that um, I'm feeling very convicted to, to start to just talk about shit that nobody wants to talk about when it comes to trans identities um so that's kind of that's where i'm headed that's why i identify more as an activist than anything else right now um i'm developing a lot of contents a lot of thoughts uh that are going to go up somewhere and i'll stay tuned uh, <laughs> <laughs> very very new in this journey but uh it's the direction i'm headed excellent um, well, just just uh, think talking about how you mentioned, you know, you said there's still a lot of things that people don't know about trans non-binary mm -hmm. people. What mm -hmm. do you think are some of the most common like questions or misunderstandings you might get? Yeah, I mean, I think it's more, you know, before we even get to the topic of 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 what my gender is, I mean, people have to break through this understanding of, of gender as a binary. Um, you know, they have to understand that, uh, you know, it's not it's not the the uh, the myriad of like ver ver the variety of genders that uh, that do exist. Um, it's the fact that our systems and that um, uh, our government, every everything we take part of, uh, was built under the understanding that there are male and female genders, and that those two classifications are going to be treated differently and offered different kinds of access and are respected differently. Um, and so actually, that's kind of the shit you have to pull people through before you even get to like, and here's me. Right, <laughs> right. My gender makes no sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so so there, there's that big understanding of it. And then there are a lot of, you know, really um, things that are pretty uh, not exclusive to trans people, but are pretty prevalent in trans identities, you know, when it comes to uh, body dysmorphia and those journeys, when it comes to... Um, how we are spoken about, how we are identified, how we are approached, how we present, and um, and surrounding all of those topics, the the what I really want to do is start getting people to think about like, am I resisting this idea? Okay, great. Why am I resisting it? 
am I afraid of, you know, uh, transness in, you know, in, in that I don't want to offend the trans person I'm talking to, or like I, I'm scared of like how to interact with like physically touching, like I'm scared of questions to ask. And um, usually when people start to hit those fears, they stop because they're scared. And I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, and so I think, uh, you know, myself and, and many other trans activists are just trying to be those people who are like, okay, great. I'm going to find you at your stopping point. We're going <laughs> to be a friendly, a friendly face, a kind face that understands that it is not, it's not as easy. Like uh, we've been raised to respect two genders. We've been raised to only have vernacular for two genders. And so it makes a lot of sense that people stumble when it comes to like trying to wrap their heads around it. I mean, I still stumble, you know, there are still things that I'm still learning, which uh, I want to make very clear. I, I have a lot to learn still, but I need to start talking now because, <laughs> because I need, I need it to be safer and more comfortable for trans people. And I need, I need. I need allies to to actually be allies and to stop, you know, saying that they are because they're maybe they're part of the queer community in a different way, or or they they, they have no problem with trans people. Great, you still don't like <laughs> that. That's not going to do anything for us. Like you accepting right. us, like you know, as an idea is not going to help us. We need to be educating ourselves. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I I ramble. No, that no, I mean, that was great. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think that's a huge distinction between being like like you were saying, like, just like, I'm fine with it and being like mm -hmm. anti-transphobic. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something we're all, we're all learning in on different mm -hmm. topics. Um, right. Yeah. You can draw a lot of parallels with like the Black Lives Matter movement, for example. Yes. It's kind of like the whole thing is like, okay, you, you, let's say you're okay with black people, but you need to be like vocally, you know, supporting black people and the Black Lives Matter movement because it's not enough to be non-racist. You have to be very and actively anti-racist in the same way it's like yeah you're not transphobic yeah. but it's like we do need to be speaking up more especially as cis queer people yeah. you know we really I also just like find pause when when anybody feels the need to be like oh i'm okay with like what does that mean like that <laughs> great like, that I sounds great to me. <laughs> yeah i put up with yeah Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I cool, mean, cool. it annoys me and I hate yeah. thinking about it, but right. like, I'm, f it's fine. Like, and I'm okay with almost always is followed by, but, but. or like, well, the, it's, it's this, I, I have a, like a similar thing it, for me is when people say like, I love you no matter what, you know, unconditional love, which usually comes from family members. Um, and yeah. that, that becomes another like, uh, stop of like learning where it's like, you know what? I don't get it, but I love you. And it's like, mm, 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 no, you don't like, <laughs> right. Try to right. get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The idea of yeah. unconditional love to me actually negates itself because it's, it, mm. it, it's stating that there are conditions to how you love someone. And so when I say I have unconditional love for you, I'm actually saying like, I'm choosing to love you in spite of X, Y, and Z. And those are the conditions. Like, <laughs> right. There is right. no unconditioned. Yeah. Right. Right. It's like, I love you, but right. stop talking to me about this thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I do get it, cause though, the, the part about like people the being afraid, because I think a lot of people are afraid that they're going to say the wrong thing, because right. I, I think a lot of people's language isn't caught up. Like you were saying, that yeah. people, are, people are catching up. Like, yeah. People, a lot of people just aren't where just everybody else is, you know, right, like they're not right. And our language. We were just talking about this last week. Our language is not great at supporting mm -hmm. a lot of these new right. like communities that have voices, you yeah. know? Right. And, and being in the condition, of, like being in the stasis of like, I'm, you know, I don't know how to do it. That's totally normal. There's nothing wrong with that. But mm -hmm. then um, it's like, are you like, what are you doing to get around that? 
you know, it, are you are you reading? Are you, you know, maybe you've right. looked through a few articles like, what are pronouns? Great. Are you, like, talking to trans friends? Are you, like, how are you actually, like, engaging so that that, that goes away? Because the status of, like, I don't understand shouldn't be where you live. Like, that's not allyship. That's mm-hmm. not going to that's not gonna make life easier for us <laughs> as trans people. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I'm, I'm kicking in the door. You know, I'm busting in your, your feed to say, like, <laughs> You know, we're we're talking about bodies today. You know, pre-op, post-op, <laughs> no-op. Here we go. Yeah. You know, and so that w- and maybe it'll. I mean, hopefully that's not where the buck stops. I think for right. a lot of people in my, um, you know, I love I love everybody who like already follows me, and, and you know, I've gotten a lot of feedback from these little like tester videos that I've been putting out, and I'm realizing that like I'm the only trans person who's talking in their in their radius, and that scares me um, mm. because we are so. We are everywhere. There are so many trans people in the world. Absolutely, right? yeah. Uh, yeah. So but just in, in those easier. people's radii, 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 uh, <laughs> Radi- they, they just aren't. Yeah. They aren't just aren't near enough trans people. Is that's what you're saying? Which yeah, which is I think reflective of how they actually feel about trans people. And I, mm-hmm. I don't mean to demonize my allies who have few trans friends. You know, I get circumstance. I get the time that we're in, and I get that like you have to actually be challenged to make change. And I don't mean that as a critical thing you do like everyone you have to be challenged in order to change your way of thinking mm. um and i just worry that uh if there are other trans people in their life you know we're we're just busy trying to be like feel like we're being oppressed you know and so it's like we're like dredging through that trying to figure maybe trying to figure out our own identities um but i don't have a lot going on right now so while i'm going through all of that bullshit i'm gonna like share it with you yeah. um yeah we'll but i like that that bridging the gap like rather than like just coming to them, inviting them into your living room and mm-hmm. being like, "All right, we're gonna sit down." Yeah, I made tea. We're gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. I did. I did make tea. You yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> tea for trans. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it is. You know, I think even like, I think that's the thing. Even like well-meaning people who are trying to to do well, like just aren't. Mm-hmm necessarily either a challenging themselves mm-hmm. or b mm-hmm. getting enough um right getting enough input from trans people or non-binary right. people right. and like i literally just and it makes now i'm like oh my god of course you idiot like this makes so much sense but i literally just learned a couple weeks ago why you shouldn't ask someone what's your preferred pronouns rather than yeah. what are yeah. your pronouns and yeah. now now that i'm no and then i was like Oh, duh. Of course, yeah. that makes so much sense, but it's just yeah. like. Right. You have know. you guys already covered that in another podcast about that vernacular? Because we can cover that here. We haven't, and I would love for you. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's specifically, yeah. no. So it seems, really, it seems really innocent, right? And in fact, because it's a step in t- towards inclusion, people, you know, I, I've often actually told people, it's like, actually, you shouldn't. You've preferred really just belittles this whole idea of recognizing my gender people will get mad because they like they've made an effort and it's still being rejected mm-hmm. uh, which i get i totally get you know it, you know that was probably a big step for them to like get their head around like maybe they don't know what a pronoun is and then like <laughs> why why you know um why they're important um but using the word preferred does actually uh it, it by the word it it, it defines these these identifiers as preferences it defines my gender identity as a preference whereas like yeah. i i have no control over my gender identity you know mm-hmm. i i just right i know how to articulate it yeah. um pronouns are so silly to me too like and i i i say that and I, they're very very important i mean we need to use the appropriate pronouns um because yeah. like not doing so is oppressive to people's identities but also oh my god i don't care oh my god like 
they mm -hmm. them I would say just comes closer than like he or she like they them I don't feel like they them is like my pronoun you know what I mean mm -hmm. sure um, but you, we've decided that we need a third party ref like we need a word to reference someone that isn't their name because we're lazy and it's easier or sometimes we don't know people's names um, and we don't want to do the work of saying like you know just describing what we see I think mostly it's it's for sentences like it's partially that that's true but it's also like if if for instance we were at like a party and then mm -hmm. somebody was like oh where did cake go right and then if I were to say oh cake went back to cake's house sure that might be a strange sentence to say but like oh cake went back to their house like I think just it's yeah. I don't yeah. know it's just but it is yeah. lazy writing to say the same yeah word yeah, it, twice in yeah. a sentence <laughs> I, I think that. that's I that. but it is yeah. it's also but, yeah yeah it's it's part of it is the way our, our i guess you know english is set up or but, grammatically set up true but at the same yeah. time it's like well if we are changing these things already and someone does prefer for you to say rather than like if someone is like well i'm not he him i'm not she her i'm not they them yeah. either I am cake. Then yeah. what? Like, why wouldn't we just say, "Well, cake went back to cake's house," um, yeah. you know? It's but fine. I. But yeah, but we want shortcuts. Like we do. humans we want, want to be able to generalize. You know, we always sure. want it's. Um, and this is actually, I mean, we're just kind of rambling here, but I, I actually, uh, so I have a lot of friends in my life. I have a lot of allies, a lot of people who I love very, very much, and I would not be cake without them. Who come up to me and they're like, you know, I've just been practicing using gender neutral pronouns. You know, I just call everybody they. And I'm like, great. And <laughs> and you are stopping yourself from actually recognizing that person in, in the way that they want to be recognized, maybe. Like for sure. me, I, I specifically do use they, them pronouns. But when you say like, oh, yeah, like I'm going over to Zach's and they're like having me over for, you know, video games and then they're going to make me a pie. Like it, it, it's like you just want a shortcut to where you're, yes, you're not misgendering Zach, but you're also not. Right. Like, I, like respecting Zach's gender in your language. Um, mm -hmm. Sure. And mm -hmm. it gets complicated. And like, honestly, that sounds like a great afternoon that I'm planning, by the way. That I know. Really yeah. <laughs> you, do, you do two things. Yeah. Well, Pie and video games. <laughs> and video I was going to say that was so on brand for Zach. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, you know me. Uh, are, do our listeners uh, know that we dated? <laughs> do you no, we didn't say that. Uh, no, we didn't say that. We can say that. Yeah, of course. Well, uh, yes, yes. So Zach, Zach and I met. Um, in I was an undergrad. Uh, I was living in Gainesville. Zach uh, was at FSU. And we met at uh, Boca Fiesta. And you were just like so ad adorably awkward. Um, <laughs> and we dated, we dated for like a year and a half, two years. Yeah. We met, I guess we didn't meet, I guess maybe we met officially at Boca Fiesta, but we met at the Hippodrome. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. well, because it was through Mark Bacon. You were right? also wor you were also working, so you were kind of yes. zipping around. I do so that. fair, yeah. fair. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty suave the first it time, worked. maybe not the second time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it worked. I will give you that. <laughs> I knew what I was doing. <laughs> so, um, Cake, when did the when did your 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 given name Kenny? Mm -hmm. When did was that just not fitting for you anymore? Yeah, so great question. I like I like this uh, story because they're you know first of all this happened three and a half weeks ago, um, and mm. it was like four and a half weeks ago when I I came up with the name. I'll tell you the story. It's actually really cute. Um, so you know, uh, as queer people, uh, dr just inventing drag names is a pastime. It's like <laughs> a fun thing to do. Um, and one of my 
way too many drag personas that I invented. I, I have no interest in like doing drag, doing drag, but um, I invented this non-binary drag performer named uh, Cake Mix. And uh, in my head, as I was like, like, oh, what would Cake Mix do? Do they perform? Are they Gabby? Are they, you know, androgynous? Or like, what do they do? And I just kept saying Cake in my head. Um, and it was just such an attractive, like affirming, weird, funny, sexy, like name. Um, and it, and uh, that was very similarly to the time that I just invented this fun name. I, I had a couple of experiences where uh, people, uh, like I'd made appointments using the name um, Kenny, which I find to be gender neutral, but I honestly, I find every name to be gender neutral because names sure. do not have a gender. Um, but Kenny, I actually thought was like kind of weird and like silly and like, it's not, you know, masculine, like David or <laughs> I'm, negating, I'm literally negating what I just <laughs> David, said the most, the most masculine manly. name, David. And then, you know, soft and delicious, like Margaret or something. Like, I don't, <laughs> to me, like I thought it felt, it felt mm. there, but then people would read my name and I, when I would walk up and I was present, presenting very much my, myself, which I, you know, I do have a like counter gender uh, look to me, um, which I'm very proud of uh, <laughs> and delighted by. Um, and then they would see me and there would be like a, they, they were expecting a man. Um, and, uh, and, and while the consequences of those interactions were pretty small, um, I think that even those small consequences are, I, I like were oppressive and like they didn't make me feel great. And, um, yeah. and so, yeah. Uh, um, so would I, they say something to that effect or was that just the impression? There would be, there would sometimes I'd be challenged, you know, they'd be like, mm. Oh, you're, you're Kenny. Um, or, mm, or it. like they'd set me up with somebody. I, 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 you know, I honestly like the, sure. the I, I just remember having the thought of like, Oh, you were expecting a man because mm-hmm. of my yeah. name. Mm-hmm. Um, but more, it was more, you know, like, uh, it was more like I, I found cake and I loved it. Um, I'm also named after a bunch of people in my family who would not want me to be alive today. Um, and, uh, my middle name was Christian. Um, and so it was just like, oh, all this shit that I just like didn't, I didn't want to take with me anymore because yeah. I love where I am now. Um, mm. so cake and then last names. So my last name used was smoke which is fucking cool as shit, right? <laughs> um, so I got to live 29 years with this really badass last name. Um, but again, it's tied to a family that doesn't acknowledge me, doesn't love me for, for the wonderful, you know, confection that I am. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, now I get to live a very cool life with a much, another cool, different name that, um, that I feel much more comfortable with. That's great. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's It's like I didn't know. I I really, you, I really didn't know how much good like choosing my name would do for me until I did it. And when I found it, it was like seconds, like days afterwards. You know, I I had a friend um, who is a a really phenomenal um, anthropologist and sociologist, and um, she she helped me craft the spelling of it um, to make sure it wasn't appropriating, you know, too much other culture and that. and I just wanted something that looks really cool and phonetic. So K A E K is how I spell it. And now it's tattooed on my fucking finger. So. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. It's really cool too because I didn't hear your name because Zach was had texted me your name, yeah. but yeah. I still knew it was pronounced cake. So I think it's like a really cool spelling because you still get yeah. that. You know, you yeah. still can kind of get that. So that's great. Thanks. I'm very I'm very happy with it. Um, yeah. 
Thanks for asking me about it. Uh, you know, typically, it, um, and, and this is something that I will disclaim over and over. I'm, I, I'd lo I love talking about all of this, um, but like people listening, you know, asking people about the journey of their name is actually a really, really personal thing to share, and I'm happy to share it here. Um, that's my job. Sure. But mm -hmm. uh, uh, typically, you know, if you meet someone with a name that you sense is is perhaps not their assigned name, um, let that be. You know, asking people like, "What did your name used to be?" Uh, it reminds people of the oppression that they feel on a daily basis, you know, um, right. it, it, it's another opportunity where people have to explain uh, why they are who they are or, or, or explain like that they are here and this is who they are. Um, sure. Which is, you know, just another way of reinforcing the fact that we are oppressed as trans people. Right. right. I mean, if I didn't know you, I wouldn't be asking no, what's your no. but it happens, But it happens a lot. Like that. It happens a lot. I bet. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's almost the, along the same lines as asking someone their preferred pronouns. It's because exactly. it's, it's kind of like, mm -hmm. what is, uh, oh, what was your name before? You know, like what yeah. it, sure. Cause you, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. it feels how are we like, supposed to identify you? Like how are right. we, su right. like, what, we're supposed to do this. Whereas it mm -hmm. should just be like, why you just do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. right. I mean, if my name was like Tiffany and I got it changed to Haley, like. No one would ever ask me, Haley right. Man. Real lateral move. Haley Manrique. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> <From> <laughs> Tiffany to Haley. But you know what I'm saying, like if like yeah, because yeah, yeah, I yeah, am yeah. like or you know, no one, no one. Que when I say my name is Haley Manrique, no one questions me. But no That's one. A very sexy name. Right. Thank yeah, you. Right. But what? Well, what, what? What did your name used to be? It Haley? used to be Christina Butlicker. Okay, but like <laughs> I. <laughs> Wait, do I have time to change my name again? <laughs> it's not bad. You know what? I'm changing it's it back. Bad. I'm changing it back. It was a good yeah. name. I don't know why. No. It was great. But if you had stayed Christina Bucketlicker, you'd be famous by now. <laughs> yeah. well, Instead, you're spending your Tuesday evening talking about buses and spitting out dogs with a trans person <laughs> and, and Zach. Well, who... Actually, you know what? Who won in that scenario? No one knows. No one no knows. Way. Tune in honest. next week. There's no way to say. <laughs> There's no way to say. I will say the nom de plume for fucking Monday's epilogue will 100% be Christina Butlicker. Christina Butlicker. <laughs> you have our protagonist. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought that would be the author. Oh, but I do oh. love. I do love the protagonist being. Or maybe Christina it's Butlicker. maybe it's both. Maybe it's both. Written, maybe the. What about C B liquor? C B liquor. <laughs> You're totally right. It has to have like a little acronym. Oh yeah. shit! CB liquor is so good. Fuck. <laughs> L i k k e r. But unlike the yeah. other, unlike the other um, acronymed author, CB will not be a turf. Uh, we're going to have trans characters and we're going to have gay characters and they're going to be gay yeah, in the text and yeah. not after not the fact. Yeah, right. I'm, not yeah. retconned. So, I'm so exhausted. I'm so exhausted it's by this so topic. Exhausting. You know, especially given like like it's not to be ignored at the time we're in right now, like all the things that are going on. The fact that we've had to talk about like J.K. Rowling's transphobia like over and over again is ridiculous it's important because uh, i think last i read like she makes 6.4 million pounds a day on the harry potter franchise I do. yeah i have not fact checked this but it's a she makes a shitload of money on it because like yeah like, merch you know uh royalties the fucking that's true. play um like all of this shit uh, all the grindelwald films you know and yes so that's why it's important it's like this person who like would rather you know, not recognize trans women as women um, is one of the highest grossing authors of all time. So she's one of, if not the best best selling author yeah. of our lifetime. Yeah. And clearly, like, 
and because of that, we think, well, there's a smart person. So a lot, like people have already used her shitty rhetoric and her like pseudoscience that she made up herself essentially yep. to to try and push their shitty trans like phobic agendas, right. agendas, agendas. <laughs> well, wait, don't stop at agenda. I'm right. I love agendas. <laughs> love that. But it, it, and and they don't re- like. I don't think she fully realizes how much ammunition she gives them or maybe she does and just doesn't give a fuck yeah um yeah there's a subsect of like white women who are like but me but white but women are oppressed too you know what i mean it's like sure 100 percent but we're just not talking about that you right now we're not talking about that right now and also because it's it's not yeah we can hear the it's not not unrelated right but you know like right yeah it's like oppression olympics everyone's comparing like the ways that they are, yeah. you know, not respected. And it's like, okay, well, let's talk about it all together. Like, right. <laughs> like sure. us comparing why the ways that we are oppressed is just nothing for either of us, you know? Like the, the real, pro- yeah, the real problem is that it's a full worldview that is just not quite dialed into the right wave frequency. Like she yeah. fully, the reason she's so strong about it is because she fully believes in her mind, men are, dressing up like women and they are abusing other women mm-hmm. and as a victim of abuse herself that to her that's bad you know and, and so if, yeah. if if that were really happening if that were real like uh, well sure of course my, oh my gosh we have to be talking about right. that but it's not it's, not it's like when it's like when people talk about people murdering babies in their head babies are getting murdered we cannot yeah. allow this you know and so of course right. they're going to be like violent about that but they're, so like how do you how do you reach them and tell them like this thing that you've made up in your head? Yeah. It's not real. Right. Yeah. It, like this problem doesn't exist. Yeah. These are not the people that we need to be, yeah. you know, like arming ourselves right. against. It's, it's insane. Right. I've never seen a man in a women's restroom. I've never seen a man in there. So it, it doesn't, it don't happen. And let me tell no. you, I got a shy bladder. I piss a lot. I piss. <laughs> I've seen a lot of restrooms. I've seen a lot of turlets. Okay. I will anywhere I any place I am. I will pee. I will pee at that place at least four times before I leave. Never seen a man in there ever. That's a dog owner for you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, spit, (laughs) spit in the dog, shit in the dog, doing it all. We 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 now have to include that phrase in the cold open otherwise so much of this isn't going to make sense <laughs> yes good it'll be luck <laughs> you're doing you're doing a disservice to yourself as the editor you have to make it, it will make be sense there. even if that even if that segment wasn't funny when we said it the first time it has to be yeah. included right. because it's been said 3 times <laughs> now in the episode i'm just going to start in like inserting it into the middle of you know, spitting out the dog sentences so that you can't even like spitting out the dog get rid of it in the edit <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I watch a lot of that reality TV. Stay. I know all about the edit. You know all the tricks. Mm-hmm. That's uh, great. I know that one. That's <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I uh oh man. Um so you're making some content. Yeah. Uh what's some what are some of the things you're going to be talking about? 
So uh, a lot of it is um, directly in relation to trans issues that we face. For example, one of my videos was about my name change. Um, and uh, another is, uh, that I have, um, and I don't know how to edit yet. Someone's going to teach me once I download software. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, it's Zach. <laughs> um, uh, the other one that I have uh, is why I've uh, sworn off having sex with cis gay men, um, which is a big bummer because I am a slut and I love, <laughs> love, I love having sex generally and I have a lot of sex with cis gay men, um, but I'm realizing that I've had many, many experiences both like overtly and, and where I've noticed uh, that casually um, cis gay men are going to see me as a man when they have sex with me. And um, while many times that may not be a thing that like comes up, you know, like there have been, okay, for example, there have been some instances where like um, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting railed out or something and they're like, oh yeah, like, good, you know, good boy, like, give me that like boy pussy. Mm. And it's like, mm, okay. And then there are instances where um, I'm misgendered during sex and right. when I, you know, have the courage to say like, hey, sorry, you, this, you, this was on my profile and I actually, I need you to use gender neutral pronouns or I'll say like, hey, I'm not actually a man. I've had people like refer to my genitals or grab my dick and say like, you know, could have fooled me. And those are moments mm. um, of such severe yeah. dysphoria that like, yeah. I, you know, I am the most vulnerable ever when I'm having sex and that's why I'm very good at it and that's why I enjoy it so much. Um, and But that leaves me really open to really like having terrible thoughts about myself and about all the work that I've done because it's only happened with uh, cis gay men, by the way, they've all been white. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I, it's just, I don't want to feel that way anymore. And so uh, yeah. that's, that's a line that I've drawn and I hate that because there are plenty of cis gay men that I've had sex with that you know, have not overtly, um, you know, seen me as anything other than myself. Um, but I just, they have, no cis gay man that I've had sex with has done enough work to, you know, to, to adequately respect my gender identity in that act. Um, and so, you know, like, like, I, I, and I'll say this a few times, like, what are we, what are, what are we reading about trans perspective? Like what queer theory are we reading to really start understanding trans people, you know, um, there are a lot of trans people who don't refer to their genitals in using the words that are in textbooks. You know, like uh, a mm -hmm. lot of people don't call whatever that genital is to them a vagina or don't call it what that genital is to them a penis. Um, and so part of the conversation, you know, when, when you go to interact with trans people in that way, you know, like, what do you want to be called? Where do you want to be touched? You know, like, what makes you feel seen and validated and feel safe? Um, mm -hmm. because, uh, it's really, it's, it's a lot of mental distress. Um, that's, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I imagine it becomes not worth the risk at that point. If 0% worth it. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. My if... dildos don't misgender me ever. It's <laughs> awesome. They're Crazy, the best. Right? Insane. Aren't dildos the honestly, best? Mine are so great Honestly. Too. So respectful. So polite. <laughs> so polite. They stop exactly when I tell them to. Right, right, right. <laughs> On the dime. It's incredible. Yeah. And they usually <laughs> warn me if they're running out of steam, and then I can respect their needs and replace sure. the batteries. <laughs> they actually have multiple settings, yeah, which yeah, is nice. It's amazing. It's not just missionary the whole time. <laughs> uh, so, th so those are the those are the topics that I that I want to talk about. But I also yeah. um, I'm a huge proponent of uh, of empathy as the, the being the first and foremost motivator, filter, uh, self critique. Um, it, it's crazy to me that we go through this world, and I'm, I'm sure it's crazy to you as well. We go through this world without considering the needs of others in many ways, and mm -hmm. we only have p 
people. We really only have people. Like in terms of like the level of consciousness in which we operate and where we gain ideas and where we where we where we share our lives with each other, it's just with people. Um, and so the fact that we're not considering that first and foremost is really disturbing and problematic. Um, and I I'm very good at empathy, you know, by 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 circumstance. Uh, my trade surrounds empathy, you know, musical theater, uh, theater in general, mm-hmm. storytelling. Um, I'm a social mastermind, you know, I, I can insect myself into any social setting and I'm really good at talking to people. Um, I, this is kind of exhausting, but for some reason I always want people to feel comfortable. Um, and those are all different applications of, of empathy, which I consider to be an art form. Uh, mm-hmm. And so yeah. part of my platform is trying to yeah. also get people to start understanding what their empathetic capacity and level is, how they can improve it, how they can keep considering others. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's a big part of what I want to do. I think a lot of, um, a lot of men in general, like they don't think about somebody else's comfort because they think that'll be a very weak or feminine thing for them to do. I've been taught to. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially also, I mean, in, in any setting, but uh, I mean, especially in the bedroom too, because there's, there's this thought that they need to be this like, dom whatever thing that they've set up in their head and if they right yeah caveman shit and if they like ask if they even ask how does that feel is that okay like then they're less of a man somehow they're not like a like if i see i'm so glad i'm not on apps because if i saw one more person that used the term alpha in their grinder profile i was gonna fucking flip a table it's like so exhausting yeah that these people like it's also not hot is, everyone it's not hot it's not hot to mindlessly want not. to do what you think your body wants you to do like yeah. there, there are scenarios where that is a fun com- like companion piece to what you're it's doing a fun but when scene you just come something. in and like yeah. want to like thrust and grunt and you don't consider my pleasure at all then i'm not gonna have fun right By the way i don't yeah. a lot of the time you know it, yeah it's so odd how people can yeah. have fun without the other person having fun i've never understood that it's so wild as much as it's annoying and as much as i like hate it it, i do sometimes have a lot of i mean empathy for men because men have not been given the tools to be good people and to be empathetic people and to be kind people gay men or straight men exactly Um, they were mostly raised the same way so yeah and the systems um. that they're ingrained in are, are are still like built to promote this idea to not consider other people's feelings. You know, look at mm-hmm. you know it, politicians should not be seen as empathetic humans. You know, that's why people like AOC um, are are shit on so much and are, are resisted and are called terrible things when they yeah. are in an office to which they were elected by men. It's because yeah. the that um, that anti manness, which is by the way not anti manness, that like it's not that that right. quality yeah. that is empathy is seen as less than, um, and it mm-hmm. comes from both ends. You know, it's how they're taught and it's how they're reinforced in those ideas. And so there's a fucking ton of work um, to to get to get our our beautiful men, you know, our, the men in our lives, to get them to where they're gonna understand that uh, they they have to take care of themselves and each other. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I totally agree, Haley. I'm incredibly sympathetic, and yeah. I have to be. We have to be, or else mm-hmm. there is no change that's going to happen. You know, it's just going to be an, we're going to be in opposition, and we're never going to find a way to coexist. Right. Right. And women yeah. aren't perfect either. Like women no. are victim. Women are v- victims of the patriarchy as well. And yeah. And have been raised in that way where it's like, well, yes, men are supposed to be like hard and mean and not nice and not empathetic. You know, and then. Yeah. I am supposed to be meek and lesser than and listen to 
him you know yeah. and and it's uh it sucks mm. it is it is that it is that thing yeah yeah it sucks i mean that's where you get like those you know that whole you know you've seen all those memes of like ladies is it gay if a man gets dessert or if he wears right. glasses or yeah. you know like or wants to hold your hand uh it is <laughs> it's yes like, by the way yeah incredibly gay all good qualities though those all sound great i would you know what i mean? want that I want that dessert hand-holding, yeah. asking how your day is, yeah. boyfriend. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> is your totally. man Zach Ogle? <laughs> <laughs> but, it, yeah, no, it is. Because, yeah, they're, like, we've seen that, right? Like, women with the tweets are like, oh, if, you're, if your guy does this, it's hella gay or something. And it's like, yeah, what? You're, Make yeah. breakfast? Like, normal yeah. shit. Take yeah, yeah. Cry during a movie? Love his kids or something? Like, what are you yeah. talking about? Like Murder your enemies? <laughs> the bar is what the bar is really so low. Yeah, it's yeah. really low. Yeah, mm. it's a shame. It's a shame. And, but, but yeah, and, and like, but, but that's not where we stop, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's a shame. And then how do we get there? Um, right. Right, which is not what I think you did, Haley. But like, that, no, that's sh- a thing that a lot of people are doing, that a lot of smart people are like, wow, this is a disconnect. I'm gonna go to shop, like I'm gonna go shopping, or like I'm gonna go yeah. like take care of my kids. You know, it's like yeah, it's like the, the, the work isn't. We have to like literally pull the brakes. Like yeah. this is why this is why people keep being oppressed is because we are not like literally mm-hmm. stopping everything, fixing the fucking problem, and then moving forward. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to have to throw the first stone at Colonel Mug. <laughs> 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 I had for a hot moment forgot about Colonel Mug and like. <laughs> Shame, shame on me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I didn't forget about Colonel Mug. Yeah. Colonel Mug burned down my plants. <laughs> yeah, Colonel Mug didn't forget about you. That's for no. sure. <laughs> He's Colonel held that Mug vendetta for 20 everyone. years. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean, it's something I've been like struggling with with my brother lately. And it's been really tough. And I've been having like a really hard time because it's like, how do you get through to these people who just don't seem to a listen to logic and b are just in so entrenched in this idea that like you know that's what's tough about like debating or or talking to people about things is like a debate doesn't usually get people to change their minds like a lot of times a debate just gets those people entrenched in their Mm -hmm. own Mm -hmm. kind of beliefs basically and Mm -hmm. just doubles down on them just be like right you know yeah so I mean, everybody wants to be right. Everybody, everybody wants, wants to, be, to right. be right, and in their head they fucking are. Like, right? Of course. You, Haley, you mentioned well-meaning people earlier, and I think that it's important to just to, to note that like every single human being who has opinions thinks that they are right, and mm-hmm. as far as they know, they fucking are. And so like that that's we that's where we have to start because we do we have to you know empathy works both ways. We have to like put ourselves into the minds of those people and and if we do that thinking like, well, they're just dumb, that's a dumb idea. It's like, no, they like why do they think that's right? You know like mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've been I've been actually talking to my therapist about this lately because it's like we've been I mean, him and I have always kind of butted heads um interesting. But we're also weirdly the same person. Like we if I had stayed in Florida and not been a lesbian Bailey, you don't have a therapist. <laughs> what? And then I turn my, my head and I'm like, is my therapist. <laughs> I am like, I just have another identity and it's my brother. Whoa. Um, I'm like split. Um, but no, uh, <laughs> but it, we we're so some like in a lot of ways, we're very similar. Like we have similar sense of humor. Um, 
I mean, we look like we're twins, literally. Like, there's just so much in common. But then it's just on these big ticket items that we're just like polar opposites. And then I look and I'm like, wow, if I wasn't a lesbian and if I had stayed in Florida, like, probably would have been just like him, you know? And then my therapist was saying, like, you have to start looking at your brother with pity almost now. You know what? You have to, like, because I think that's where I need to go before I get to empathy in order to stop being so angry that's because I can't distinction. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't address him without being angry. I can't talk to him about anything without getting just fucking angry. And the same with him. Right. Yeah. And I don't have the capacity to feel empathy for him right now because I'm still too angry. <laughs> and that's fair. Yeah. So she was like, you need to start looking at him with pity. And I think that's going to be my first step to empathy. Yeah. And then I think we can maybe get somewhere from right. there. But which, which right. is a, yeah, it's almost, you know, that's great. I mean, that's great that you recognize that and that that is like, and also like d- making that distinction shows that you do want to get to that level with your brother and you do want to have that relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, God bless you for doing that work. Um, and it's still also pretty disheartening that like, that because we have to do these half steps and we have to do these like baby steps forward, it shows just how far away we are from actually wanting to understand each other. Uh, it's like, right. I actually have to like put myself in a position to where I like value my brother's opinions less and I absolve him in some ways of having those opinions so that I can get Of his, right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, the the other hard part, like, I mean, is, you know, you're making that work. You know, you're making that work happen. But is he on his his side talking to his therapist? Exactly. Like, and that's what's know, also... And that's the hard part. I know. It, it sucks because it always puts the impetus on the oppressed to do <laughs> 90% of the work. Yeah. Or I will say 99% of the work. That's it. Yeah. You know, and that's what's so frustrating. It's like, I'm already oppressed. And now I have to do all this work because I... I know he does not have a therapist. Yeah. I I just like I think about that. Did you watch any of the new Queer Eye stuff? Like I think two seasons, one of yeah. one yeah. one of the scenes that I was just like I don't think this is for me is when they had like so they were like zhuzhing up like a white Southern police guy, mm. and then he's in the car with Karamo, and then they're both talking, and then the police guy's like, "Well, we have it hard too," and then they had to have Karamo have a, a, a like a talking head being like, "Wow." I sure learned a lot too. Ugh. And like, why oh, are you God. making this a moment? A what? No, yeah. that shouldn't be the thing. That's pity. That shouldn't be it at That's all. That's pity. That is a, that is exactly, I think what Haley was describing, where it's like the producers yeah. know that like, if they just have Karamo be like, well, that's a super. That's a, that's a problem. That, that's fucked up. Like, that's not what we do. Sure. And the viewership mm. is, is probably not going to like open themselves up to learning more from people like Karamo who are pointing right, out. Right. But what I mean is they didn't have a cutaway where the police officer was like, wow, it's, some yeah. of his family member was some of his family members yeah. were murdered or they're afraid mm-hmm. that they you know of being pulled over yeah. wow like they didn't uh-huh. have him go wow i didn't realize it was just yeah. for some reason like you were saying the impetus was on him mm-hmm. right right it was it, it, it just was it was yeah. very strange a lot of allies Ugh. to uh trans people and 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 black people frankly like people are saying you know this they're saying to other white people like it is not the burden of the oppressed to explain their oppression to people. And that's no. 100% true. However, they're not also saying, like, you. this is how you, un- you you go to understand it. It's like, this. they're saying, like, this is not the way to do it. But they're not saying, like, this is the way to do it. And so that's why right. I'm yeah. saying, like, okay, well, fuck not the way. You know, like, I'm coming in with the way. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. I mean, nobody should be, should nobody should have to explain themselves 
to somebody else. But it is unfortunate. Like I always think like, like any good story, greatness is thrust upon the main character mm. and they choose to accept it or not. Um, they're not going to do the work. A lot of people aren't going to do the work themselves. So it's, I just, I, it's, it's cool that you are just taking some time to, yeah. I don't just, just yeah. put it all out. And I'm excited about it. You know, w- what's really affirming is that like, not that like I recognize this as good work, which I do, but like, I love this. I love, <laughs> I love like talking people through this. You know, I love, um, like encouraging people to be more vulnerable about what they don't know and then trying to find the vernacular that will get them to what to where they need need to be quote unquote mm-hmm. um and i super like i fucking love helping people it makes me tingly and it makes me like mm-hmm. happy and i like <laughs> i don't care if that's a, like a like if there because there, there are plenty of ethical theories that like we only do good things because they give us pleasure because of the validation of others. And I'm like, that's fine. That's good for me. Like, that's my drive. Like, <laughs> you know, right. I'm down, I'm down yeah. to just do it because it makes me fucking feel good. Yeah. Right. If, I mean, like, yeah. But but oh, we shouldn't all have to, you know, not everyone deserves, like, no one deserves to have to do that and um, has, or has the capacity. Mm-hmm. It's so much. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. I just anything that can get people to, like, jiggle off some of their preconceived notions and just loosen up a little bit, just shimmy a little <laughs> bit, is 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 good work. I think because, so, you know, I, I, I don't know. You do. Uh, yeah, that makes people sense. People are so used to their – just they're like things need to be black and white. This is the way they've always been where even though throughout history, science, gender – like even our language has always been fluid yeah. it's always changed and it's always ever evolving yeah. people act like it's this in stone thing yeah. and they try to say oh well science this but then you're like well no actually well science that um science right. is that's an infallible is... argument of <laughs> no but well science is is science is, like things we're all what i'm saying is we're always learning new yeah. things and learning what we knew before yeah. was actually wrong or not quite it mm-hmm. you know yep. yeah yep. it is weird how, yeah how people are like oh well you know i've this has always been this way so that's why it should always be xyz and it's like first of all no it hasn't maybe yeah. only in your lifetime which is also right. a tiny yeah, yeah. blip in world history but also um things like sucked for like a long time like (laughs) you know oh well this is how it's always been okay well we don't still live in caves you know what i mean we uh cook our food it sucked in there (laughs) (laughs) it was bad in there it was bad in there so we changed stuff yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. you know what i mean it's like well, this is how it's always been. It's like, okay, Karen, well, you couldn't yeah. vote like 60 years ago. So what the <laughs> right. fuck are you yeah. talking about? I, and I run into that. It's like a very similar parallel, which is where um, I will talk to corporations like insurance agencies or uh, insurance providers. Because I, I was a general manager for the, the producing company that I worked for. And so I would talk to um, like workers' comp entities and um, you know, if I was booking flights for an artist. And all of these entities work under software where you like have to choose a gender and there are only two gender options. Right. And so oftentimes right. I'll be right. on the phone with a poor customer service rep who will say like, oh, it's like, I understand that like, I understand that your gender is, you know, this is just how the system is. And I'll be like, yeah, um, it's code. I will literally sit here while you call the software engineer and <laughs> like have them, you yeah. know, binary out the non-binary. Like it's not, <laughs> it's really not that hard. And people get so like, People get so held up on like it's like well this is what this is this is what you know this is what I'm allowed to do or like this is this is yeah. what I have the capacity to do. I'm like sorry, all of us have the capacity to do almost anything. Like we really right. like the restrictions that we are running into are our restrictions. We created them. 
We are playing mm-hmm. this game. We invent the rules. We get to change the rules. So I'll fucking sit here and wait for you to invent another box for me to check. Which, by the way, like, what flight needs to know what gender I am? What airplane cares what gender I am? I yeah. know. It's so bizarre, right? Like, I always feel really bizarre picking, like, Ms., Mrs., or whatever oh on a thing. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Mr. And I'm like, none of these. I'm none of these things. I'm not yeah. even a Ms. or a Mrs. Like, none of those feel like me. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so even that feels weird. I can't yeah. even imagine when it says just male and female yeah. and having to pick one of those. Yeah. I know? couldn't apply to uh, NYU. I couldn't apply to their grad school this year because I went to fill out the application and it was NYU for fuck's sake. Like, NYU. Like, yeah. That's insane. Like, a, like I understand. I actually understand why educational institutions who have that much power are like looking for who's applying because it shows that they are – hopefully it shows that they're analyzing that data and they're trying to find ways to expand um, – and ex- mm-hmm. you know that but um i won't i won't sit here and misrepresent myself for the sake of like coming to your university because you've already shown me you're not going to respect me when i get there i'm not even there and right you're disrespecting me right 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 and, and you're right because it is you could just make I, yeah. you know I, we're, uh, we're getting yeah. better it's it's just it's it's frustrating when you're here as a human in this time and uh, I can do anything and uh there are these restrictions that exist that prevent me from doing things um for, for gen, genuinely no reason. And that's, yeah. what, that's what's frustrating. Uh. Right. I mean, because it true like, it is wild. It truly doesn't matter. Yep. It truly doesn't matter. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. your, your gender matters to who has the gender, but it doesn't matter outside of that yeah. at all. <laughs> so that's and, why. And sometimes, like, a lot of people, like, don't give a fuck what their gender is. Like, they oppose the idea of male or female, but like they're not looking to fill in that gap because it actually has no effect on their life, um, mm-hmm. which is an indicator for me that like I don't think anyone's you know like I I, I love that we're in a time to where um, we are able to start articulating our genders outside of the binary using tons of different words and feelings and you know fluidity you know because uh, I actually my I don't think my gender is fluid at all I think it's fixed it's like one solid point and that's where sure. I am I don't know where the fuck mm-hmm. that is. Um, but a lot of people actually do like oscillate, you know, and they feel more this and more that. Um, but really, like, what are the actual like outside of the confines of like the systems that we have? Like, what are the actual consequences of anyone having a gender? I, I just I can't think of any, and and I and I look I'm it's looking just for so, more, you know, yeah. information on it's it. It's just so like white moms in suburbia know what kind of cake to get. <laughs> yeah, right. That's like right. <laughs> Oh, my God. How did we get so far as gender reveal parties as a species? Oh, my God. (laughs) But that's right. It's like the only reason it matters is for things that don't matter. (laughs) Like to serve things that are don't matter. Like, I don't know, to label something for whatever Mm. reason. And that's and people don't get that far in their thought. Like where we are right now is so far from where people are stopping themselves from learning and i understand Mm. why since we've been humans we have been trying to find way to make sense of why we why we are why we exist and that's why you know religions have popped up and that's why gender and we're like diving into sciences because we need to understand who we are and and i and that that's normal that's natural but um Mm -hmm. we're beyond that now we can stop looking in the directions that don't actually you know make ourselves better Um, yeah 
people just find a weird comfort in assigning themselves to a group. Yeah. Um, I'm just ready to evolve into a being of pure light energy and just be done right. with it. Right? The only God. thing that we, we, the only thing we all are, are bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> Tops don't exist. I've never heard of a <laughs> Show me a top. That's, show me one that's top. Just a... Show me a top and I'll show you a liar. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It, yeah, it's so whack because it's like, even as a cis woman, I've never felt represented by all the things that the gender of woman repre- has represented in the past. For example, like pink. Yeah. I've never mm-hmm. liked like the quote-unquote girl toys you know and it's just because they shouldn't be girl toys they should just be toys Toys. pink shouldn't be a girl color it should just be a color yeah um so it's it's all bullshit even if you do identify as a as a binary gender yeah it's just by the way super fine (laughs) like right sure if 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 it works for you sure but like so many of our like preconceived notions are all based off of one stupid thing that somebody did centuries right. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the reason why like men's outfits are the ways it's literally cause just one guy was like no more frilly right. stuff. Cause it used to be all sorts of, you know, yeah. it's, and we could, that's a whole other discussion. It's very, I'm sure you have lots but, of things um, to say on that topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, uh, what this also rounds in this idea that we've all been talking about is, is, is the idea of identity politics, which, um, are prevalent in almost every conversation we have as humans and if i were to say like you know one one place for people to start find like i will actually i will look up some books on just what identity politics are how they affect us every moment of every day and why they surround almost like they literally they surround every social movement we've ever you know experienced and it's it's a big question because it, we got we let it get so big we let this thing gained so much power our identity who we are like we we really did give it too much power and um and now these these social movements and these new words are all being created to both yes more accurately define who we are as humans but also so we can get to a place where we fucking absolve ourselves of these things like Mm -hmm. surrounding our identity that have no real consequence to anyone else and all of this and more will be talked about in monday's epilogue Wake up. Wake up. Good morning. It's Monday. It's Monday. Or actually, oh, good Tuesday. morning. It's Monday is the first line. There That's like the, like something like yes, presidents yeah. uh, from, from Colonel Muck. Anyway, um, unless we have anything else we need to touch on, because I think we obviously covered it. Done. done. Nailed it. Done. No more Problem work to solved. do, everyone. <laughs> um, I think it might be time to move on to a game. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've been talking about um, the binary this whole time, mm. and, you know, I think we can all agree that, like, the binary kind of sucks, you know? It's like, who cares? Yeah. Um, I will say that I think the only people who are still allowed to be all about the binary are the people who speak binary, which are robots. Okay. <laughs> um, so for this game, we've got a list of robots here. Um and we're just going to talk about maybe like, you know, what we think uh, either their gender is or their sexuality or maybe if they've even got any kinks. Absolutely. Oh, yeah? wonderful. Let's do this. Okay, great. great. 
easy. Can do. Can we do this? Okay, great. Yeah. So let's. Um, and feel free to play play at home. Play at home. Um, and if you have an idea with your own robots. <laughs> And if you have an idea that's, um, you know, maybe a little different than ours, please let us know. Right. You know, this this is an open yeah. discussion. We there can, must uh, be better ideas than ours. There, <laughs> there has to be. God, Monday's please, please. episode. I, Come on. <laughs> Come on. I don't think there are. Do you know how, like, interesting that is starting starting your book with the epilogue? Okay, <laughs> Take God. it away, Haley. Take quick. Okay. <laughs> Cake's like, please, God. It's going to blow people's (laughs) minds. All right. All right. So let's talk about um, kind of an old school robot. We've got Rosie from the Jetsons. Oh, yeah. Nice. For sure. I, you know what? It, 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 it hurts, hurts me that she's not included in the theme song, you know? Is she not? Yeah. His boy. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's messed up. Poor Rosie. Yeah. That's messed up. That ain't cool. That ain't cool. cool, Because you know what? I love Rosie. You know, even, like, if we're talking about, you know, because Rosie is, like, the housekeeper, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. even Alice was in the Brady Bunch. Well, she's, yeah. Well I said. mean. Well said. She was, Haley, she was the center square. Mm. She holds the whole family together, much like Rosie. <laughs> yeah. Much like Rosie. Yeah. Mr. Jetson would be falling off that floating, like, like running thing that he's got outside. Mm-hmm. I yeah. forgot the word for a... Ooh, what is what's it? the running machine? A treadmill? Treadmill. 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 Another robot word for we treadmill. Talk about. Treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> the treadmill. He'd be falling right off of that every day if it weren't yeah. for Rosie. Rosie. Oh, That's man. very true. Rosie. Okay. So, so I, I'm sensing I, lesbian. Yeah, a little bit of that vibe, but maybe that's unfair. Um, maybe that's like, maybe uh, I don't know. Mm. Hey, let's let's ask a lesbian, Haley. <laughs> you know, I feel like Rosie is kind of like a Rosie's kind of like your cool aunt. I feel like where yeah. she's like, sure, you know, in the seventies, I uh, slept with a couple <laughs> yeah. ladies, you know. Yeah. But I do feel like Rosie yes. is just kind of a uh, free love kind of person. Mm. Um, sure, whoever, whoever. Uh, but Rosie, whoever wants Rosie, it. pretty much always has a Chardonnay. I feel like, and yep. is just talking about the old days of yeah. like all her wild wild times mm. i think in the bedroom rosie is a, is a, is a sub but mm. only because she lets you do right. that you know yeah. like she she'll she'll do what you tell her right. but really she's the one holding all the marbles she's right got all the- she's a sub that comes with a writer <laughs> yes <laughs> yes Yes, yes, yes. She's yeah, like, like here's okay, a here's a list of things that you know can this, do. know this, know this, know this. Yeah. Let's go. Like that. She's also probably going to be a bit of a brat about it the whole time, I mean, and is going to and is going to degrade you yeah. as these things. Yeah. She's yeah. going to yeah, yeah, yeah. tell you. Like she, she always has a quick remark. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Rosie yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, Braddy Bottom for sure. I'm glad that we're doing yeah, this. Braddy this bottom. exercise is important. <laughs> we're doing important work. This here. is good work. Yeah. This is good work. This is more important than maybe anything we've talked about on this show. <laughs> Absolutely <Okay>. true. <laughs> um, next up, we kind of have like a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, Wally and <gasps> Eve. Okay, I have an Eve. so much to say about Wally. 
Wally, really? Wally's non-binary as fuck. Eve is non-binary as fuck. These two are like the Gen Z non-binary couples that like kick oh, ass yes. in sixth grade. Yeah. You know, like uh, they absolve themselves of all identifiers, all mm-hmm. identity, and all they're trying to do is rid the world of garbage and yes. something, plant something. They're like, they, give a, <laughs> they give a fuck about climate yeah. change. Ace they're as the- fuck. Ace as fuck. Yeah. Ace is fuck. Okay. Oh, I love that. They just want to hold hands. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I've decided this. Like, I know that this is a conversation, but Pixar, like, that is my favorite. I sign off. Oh, good. Uh, Yay. I sign off. Uh, Thanks, Haley. It's my favorite. It's my (laughs) favorite. I love that. I love that they're so different like body types as well like you know and and then wally's a little more of the kind of rough around the edges grungy probably a, maybe like he, he rolls around maybe a bit of a like was a skater kid in high yeah. school you were talking about them being high schools yeah. and then eve is just such a fashion oh, icon sure. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure. she's so and both of them, yeah they're, they're like gender illegible you, you would just have no right. no fucking clue you know and she comes from like a much upper class family but she also doesn't care that wally is like you know, not right. as she's like right. very not. In, she has totally yeah. removed herself yeah. from that like classism it, and is dismantling bu- the, bucking. the class stratification. Yeah. Yes, she's like bucking at her family's wealth and is just like, no, fuck. This is actually fucked up. Like Support. there are people who, I, yeah. I think those two kids are gonna make it. I love those kids. <laughs> They're the only ones they... who are gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We love, love, love gen z y'all are doing great you're killing it, it young people thank killing you it. seriously like you're crushing it young young people like even wally <laughs> this one's for you <laughs> y'all are crushing it <laughs> okay next up we've got um cyborg and from teen titans from teen titans or i mean there is also cyborg now from doom patrol if you mm. i don't know if you've been watching oh yeah 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 mm. more adult yeah, yeah. Mm. So the Cyborg I know is Teen Titans. Yeah. Okay, we can go with that. Let's roll with that. Although I need to watch Doom Patrol. Yeah, I haven't seen that either, I'm... but I have seen Teen Titans, so that's a okay, good great. reference yeah. point for me. Mm-hmm. I sense a bit of heterosexuality in Cyborg. Yeah. Bit, you know what I mean? It's, it's hard to get around that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. But I I mean he might also be that guy who's like on grinder who's straight, but he'll let you suck yeah. his dick. <laughs> 100 percent his his big metal yeah. dick his yeah his, but i do like it's machine washable i do like to think that cyborg installed a consent chip in his brain mm, that is like yes. anytime it's like he's constantly scanning and like anytime yeah. he's like oh, oh yeah, yeah 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 there's a shift oh, here. something's up something's up <laughs> yeah let me let me stop let yeah. me which is I imagine a his great penis idea by the way retracts yeah. <laughs> let me no 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 until oh. we're ready to he's got a telescopic we're all yes. imagining penis. it everyone listening <laughs> Hooray. can we get like everyone tweet tweet yeah. your description of cyborgs penis. <laughs> penis i feel like it's just he would probably be on the dl on yeah. grinder if at all and then be a torso let, pick but let you me know just, that let me cyborg. just check for him real quick <laughs> 1,500 feet away. <laughs> oh, wild. I hope wild. that that's... What's, yeah. his, uh, what's, his, what's his, his name? Uh, his name is uh, 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 Retracting My Heterosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, that's but long. he... They, I didn't know they let, had, you have that many characters yeah. on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but he can't host. What an ass. All right. Absolutely. No. IP host. I know. 
can't host, <laughs> but he'll he'll travel. He'll travel. Yeah, we'll watch him do it. All right, next up, um, what about? Okay, this one could get interesting. Inspector Gadget. Ooh. Because is he? Ooh. Techni- is he kind of like cyborg, cyborg right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's like half robot, yeah, yeah. half half dude. Such a goof. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Inspector Gadget is like the gay uncle I've always wanted. <laughs> I you thought, know? I I thought I was the eh, never mind. Oh. <laughs> next time. <laughs> my neck my neck very not great. Time. Be very not great if we were related. <laughs> well, uh, for you. Again, Florida is just a different place, man. Ah, you know, that's true. Okay, Inspector <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Uh, I see. I just I sense trans energy for sure. Uh, literally, mm. like they're constantly, you know, uh, adapting themselves. And I guess I've assigned them sure. as they then, but maybe someone else can get me there. Um, you know, they're <laughs> like they're changing to suit their circumstances um, and to solve problems. And to yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. He, the, Inspector Gadget is the original Transformer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, what do they get into in the bedroom? That's what we want to talk about here. Yeah, we want to talk about together. Also, again, we were thinking about it. Another telescope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was thinking about it. I mean, really, Inspector Gadget is is interesting because he can say "Go, go, Gadget!" Insert thing here. He's got Whoa. it. Like, like toy queen True. you know True. what if they're a pot like poly voyeur <gasps> like i feel Ooh. like they're more like huh. oh here you know what why don't you use this thing yeah. on on them and then it's like because i feel like they like to observe he's an inspector f- inspect mm. Yeah. And be like, okay, what's needed here? What's yeah. needed here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, like yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. they're almost like a puppeteer, watch from the outside, yeah. or yeah, watch from the outside more than like in the thick of things. Yeah. You know? you're good at this. You're good yeah. at this, Haley. You're good at this. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I resent the like implication that I'm not good. At this. <laughs> well, you made it about you in that way, and and you have that right. Uh, so I support you in okay. in your concern over <laughs> over. <laughs> All right. Um, what about like uh, Jude Law? Jude Law's character from AI. Oh, that's my sexual sex bot. My sexual awakening was Jude Law in AI. Oh no yeah, no kidding. Joke. It was a fucking I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I but I'm wondering in their in Jude Law's personal life or do do is sex not is sex not pl- like a pleasure thing for them? Sex is purely business. Transactional. I mean, there is purely robot. transactional. They did seem to have in the film feelings. Um, I think. What made our robot special is that they were the only one to really have a soul or something. Mm. Or no, was that not the, right? The kid, the like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the whole thing surrounded around this idea of sentience, like existing, sentient, yeah, in yeah. really anything we create, um, and it's just like totally developing on its own. So, and yeah, they definitely had yes, feelings for sure, for sure. But like, who cares about their feelings? They're made for sex. So let's talk about fucking. Sure, 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 sure. Let's talk about. <laughs> With his weird, like, kind of plastic hair. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. in that weird, that shiny, shiny suit. Yeah. Sexy. Yeah. Sexy. Mm, I get it. Glossy. Yeah. That weird thing they did with their finger. It's like, it, like I think it popped up or something. It's like, I don't, I'm, it's been a long time yeah. since I've masturbated to that film. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Jude Law. Findom. Findom. <laughs> Findom. Okay, I can totally see that. Yeah. I can totally see that. For sure. That's it. That's great. 
Yeah, I have nothing for to sure. Add. I have nothing to add. All right, for the last one, we've got another um, pair. We have C3PO and R2D2. Should we tackle them one at a time, or should we make? I have I have a I have an immediate gut reaction go, to this, go. but I would okay. I think they're in an open relationship. Mm. But okay. C3PO is mostly doing it because he loves R2D2. R2D2 oh. is always is always docking in other ships, right? God. And going around and, and doing <laughs> C3PO is fine with it, but he's not gonna do it himself. No, no. You know, they're just yeah. they're and that's what yeah. I think. I'm here for that. Yes, 3PO is always like Barfly for sure, like, you know checks in with R2 now and then, but, uh, you know, they, they're autonomous automatons, and so they can just kind of live their own lives. <laughs> they are. I do think C-3PO sometimes, as much as he wouldn't want to admit it, does worry about yeah. it. I mean, he's yeah. a worry I mean, He's only yeah. worried. Yeah. But, like, hey, just because I let, like, Leia touch my buttons like that doesn't mean I don't <laughs> love you, baby. So are you implying the C in C-3PO stands for cucked? <laughs> What's the three stand for then? <laughs> it's the third model of the cup Oh box. no! It's three C three PS three cocks. <laughs> oh wow! Do you think? Do you say cock or cuck? Yes, I said cuck. Yes, <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> oh my god, C three PO absolutely. I that is yes. Just I can totally picture R two D two. I don't know why I can. But just off, like R two D two, just going at it with some other bot, and C three PO in the corner going, "Oh, oh my, oh, oh my," and just just the whole time to himself. And then calls Inspector Gadget in, who's been watching from the corner. <laughs> oh, he's watching. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, they could use they could use a, like some lubrication. They could use a some yeah. WD forty. <laughs> go go gadget WD forty. Oh my god. Wet brand wet brand WD forty. Oh my god. Uh, this is this wow. is good. Amazing. This is good. I'm stuff. hot. Yeah. Yeah. I am I am like sweating. Yeah, yeah. This is it's not just that my fans off for sound, but this is yeah. I, I I'm hot. I've been working hard on, on R2D2 and C three PO, you know, uh, harder than R2D two works on any other robot. Um <laughs> your, Which is saying which something. Is saying something yeah. <laughs> you're, you're good at this, Zach. You're good at this. You're good at Thanks. this, Zach. Oh, you're good at this. I, I didn't need to hear that. All, all y'all, all y'all are both good at this. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think that is a perfect place to end this game, and that was wonderful. Thank you so much yeah. for yeah. <laughs> indulging us Please. in uh, in the Robo game. <laughs> um, but now we've reached the point of the show right. where you my friend get to ask us one judgment free yeah. uh, question it can be anything it can be gross it can be weird it can be you know it can be cool. really uh, heartfelt it can be anything but we will answer to with the best of our ability completely honestly yeah and judgment free yeah i mean um i guess i so we're each kind of uh, representing at least one of the letters in our acronym, you know, LGBTQIA, the, the umbrella mm-hmm. uh, by which we are all <laughs> defined to be anti, you know, cis hats. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, what I, part of my work is like helping um, the letters lo- stop siloing each other. Um, so I, 
I feel like especially gay, you know, the, the gay community kind of like is like, we're the gay community and we're, you know, we're, we have rights and, you know, we stand it together. And then there are like people in the ace community, the trans community, the lesbian community, the bi community. It's like, where it's like, uh, you're not, you don't know about all the things that we need. Um, and so thank you mm-hmm. for, for standing up for yourselves and for saying that you're standing up for us, but um, you don't really know about us. Um, and so I'm just curious, like for like uh, a gay man and a lesbian woman, what do you think um, is kind of the most mysterious or like the scariest component of transness uh, to you as a representative of your communities, or just maybe you personally? Mm. You know, I don't. I don't. I'm not expecting you to speak for all lesbians, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that's my question. Hmm. Good question. Oh, yeah, it's also very serious. Oh. No, that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I think. And this isn't so much personally, just because I've gotten to know so many trans people, but I like I think a lot of lesbians fall into the J.K. Rowling trap of yeah, um, and that's where we get our the turfs right. Is like a lot of lesbians fall into the trap of like, well, women are already oppressed, and then as a lesbian, that's like a double oppression, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And now there are these trans people who are, you know, and and this is me yep, that's fine. getting in their yeah. heads, right? Now there are these trans people who are, you know, women, and where does that leave us? Mm. And I think that's where that thinking comes from. And for me, I mean, I am like the personally i'm like kind of the more the merrier i i've known a lot of trans people i've known a lot of trans uh women too specifically Mm -hmm. and you know at a certain point i'm like oh i i just don't even think about it anymore but i think that like a lot of i saw this i saw this woman one time right on this like facebook thing that was like uh something about like lesbians are getting erased or something like that and it's I, th- I think it's just still this idea that trans women are inherently men. And it's like, yeah. I think that a lot of lesbians have this idea that like, oh, wow. So now even men are invading this women's space. Sure. And I think that that's where a lot of this like turfy, these yeah. turfy ideas come from. Right. Um, I, right. I mean, that's that's. Yeah. what I think is going on yeah. but I you know I and, don't know and and honestly like if, if let's just assume that that is you know the way that we've defined it is in fact the way that it is you know I am super empathetic to that you know like when you think about all of the damage that has been done by the, the, the men of, of this world um, and all of the progress that women have fought and earned and like you know women are still so so oppressed um (laughs) and so this idea like if you have that kind of incorrect inaccurate thought of what transness means of what it means to be a trans woman um then you're not going to let go of this idea that is in your head but that that you see as destructive and you like and accept it and embrace it um, and so that's why it's so important, and you know this, like it's so important to absolve ourselves of that idea. You know, if you're if you're mm-hmm. a woman, you're a fucking woman. You know, <laughs> um, and right. uh, and yeah, thank you for being vulnerable about that. That's really, that's cool. That's cool to hear you. Articulate yeah. That. Well, you know, I try and put my 
again, it's like I try and view like before I can get to empathy, I have to like pity. Yeah. Like I've been really trying to get there. And it's like I think where it comes from is, again, the same idea where it comes to like rights. Right. Like I feel like a lot of people uh, when, when oppressed people start getting rights a lot of people are like what you know and start to freak out because a lot of people feel like there's a pie yeah and if someone else takes some of this pie then i have less of it and i really don't think that that's that's the case like if someone else is a woman it doesn't make you less of a woman right and you know people should have the logic of because as a lesbian i understand that my sexuality is not a choice because it would be much easier for me and my life if I were with a man. Mm. And, you know, it would it would have made my life a lot easier yeah. if I was straight. It would have made it yeah. a lot easier. Yeah. And so how can you not understand that why would a trans person ever do this unless it was absolutely who they are? Yeah. Being, you know what I mean? It, it's... Yeah. or being non-binary yeah. it's like it's not an easy necessarily an easy life yeah. at least not right now like no, it's really not it's so why would mm-hmm. anybody choose quote i'm using right. air quote choose to do yeah. it yeah. you know so it absolutely has to be integral to who yeah. you are yeah it's really mm-hmm. you know i a few days ago i i was walking home and i like really cute shorts on and this like nice flowy top and my hair was doing some weird trans shit that was awesome (laughs) and uh and you know someone just came up like thought that because of how I looked and I think Haley you'll understand this being a woman like thought because of how I looked it was okay to walk up to me and say you know oh hey what are you doing you're really hot would you be interested in like having sex and I was like blocks away from home and so I said no and I started walking away and he just kept following me and it was like they like sniffed out that I wasn't a man or or whatever it was and and they they knew because of that quality that they that they could do that and then they did it and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so like why why would anyone want that to be a possibility like nobody wants to walk out of their home or certainly like be walking to home and suddenly because of your transness because of your femininity because of your identity um, it's no longer safe Mm-hmm. I feel that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Zach? I think generally, as if we're talking we about mm-hmm. just, ga- yeah. just gays, um, I think a l- too many people are hung up on the genitalia yeah. of it all. Mm. Um, and like what's happening, you know, because as gay men, we put sex on such a high pedestal. Mm-hmm. And if you can't prove that you are... Uh, you know, sexually worth having sex with, then what good are you or something like that, you know? Uh, Or, you know, like, well, people are always, it's weird because so many gay people have, you know, from straight people gotten this, uh, uh, like, well, how does sex work with, with you? Like, I don't like sort of question and that's inappropriate then. So why is it okay? Anyway, but, um, and people, you know, even if they think that they are at, like we were talking before, like, okay with this, they still have this idea that, trans means you are going to be going from a to b or something you know it and there's so many ways to to do it you know yeah. and so i think a lot of people's yeah i don't know misconceptions come from there um i think me like personally i don't personally know what somebody says when they say i feel like 
a man or something like that. Because I actually, like, I was thinking about this the other day, like, trying to break it down. I, I don't know. I don't know what, it, like, my soul feels like. And that idea seems amorphous to me. Um, but I think if you can pin that down and you go for that, like, I think that's great. Like, that's good for you. That's yeah. amazing. Um, I Maybe it's just because I benefit from my privileges of being a cisgender man that it, I don't question it, yeah. really. Or, or it doesn't register but like i've never really none of no, and none of my values or anything that i've like really believed in has ever really lined up with what i've been told is right. a man right. you know mm-hmm. so that that sort of amorphous concept is a little mysterious i guess for me and a That's little fair. foreign That's for fair. me yeah in particular yeah there are not a lot of words that we have to explain what our gender is yeah. beside you know n- certainly not now now that we're realizing that the two words that we've been using are it's not even close to being what, what exists. Yeah. So I think it makes a lot of sense that when someone who is not trans or someone who is not questioned that their gender may be different from the gender that they've been assigned. Um, yeah. Won't like it would be really really hard to relate. It'd be really hard to be like, what is that thing that other people are experiencing that makes them think, oh, I'm not a man. Oh, I'm not a woman. Right. And mm-hmm. and you did yeah. touch on the genitals part of it, which is a huge resistance you know it's it's sure it's, it's in fact one of the things that people just weaponize as like the fear of like oh they want to mutilate themselves and um <laughs> and in fact uh, our gender very typically like gender and genitals have nothing to do with each other um and in mm-hmm. fact like the nature of homosexuality um it's so often you know actually i would i would venture to say like primarily all, almost all of all gay men they their gayness surrounds the genitals that they interact with um, and I think that that's a pretty big declarative, and I actually think I will refine that thought yeah. later. But like, when when gay <laughs> men are thinking about like my homosexuality like surrounds me like having sex with men, I think what they really mean is like my homosexuality like surrounds what I think male genitals should be, um, which is then enforced yeah. by this by by the cis community who's saying like that is wrong. You know the fact that. These two people who have matching genitals want to be together. That doesn't match biology. So that so then gay men are enforced to think like that. Oh, gender has to do with yeah. genitals because I know that because you're telling me that I can't be with men because of yes, their genitals. Yes. Uh, so I think that that yeah. makes a lot of sense. I mean, we we still we still like put ourselves in other binaries where we fully put on these labels of like top and bottom and 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 use them not as like an action but as a like a, a descriptor like a of demographic. who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think that I mean that in itself is a whole. Yeah. Other. As a bottom, right. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, preferences. You know, and you should. You know, do what feels comfortable. Both of my best yeah, jokes yeah. tonight have been about bottoming. <laughs> True. I just think like it, that can get dangerous. It's dangerous. Well. But you, you know what? It, I will say, like growing up, I oh, like I was always considered a quote unquote tomboy. Sure. You know, and I never really like, again, never played with dolls, never liked the color pink. I always wanted to do the boy thing, the quote unquote boy thing, which was like sports and uh, blue and like all all those kinds of things. And it really took me actually shedding all the stereotypes of what I thought a woman was Mm. or what a woman was supposed to be to make me so sure that I am a woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because it was yeah. like, 
I was always raised to be like, well, a woman is this, that, and the other and does all these things. And I was like, well, I'm none of those things, mm-hmm. you know? But you, and then when you I, are a woman. But I am a woman. Yeah. And then when I realized like, oh, a woman doesn't mean you like pink or like to shop or right. like shoes or like that, like realizing like, oh, that does that's not what a woman is yeah. to me, you know? Yeah. And then now, now I like, I do feel like 100% a woman and it's just interesting that it took like oh wow like that's not uh, a woman does not make or a man does not make or yeah uh, you know all these things that we decided they did qualities do not qualities have not like the qualities of who we are as people they really don't have anything to do with our gender and and i understand that that makes it very hard to to empathize with to under to like to comprehend um and in mm-hmm. fact i think my understanding of what gender is changes all the time but i sure mm-hmm. as fuck know it's not something that has to do with why i would pick a blue toy over a pink toy over a purple toy like why i exactly you know, like why i'm attracted to this person or that person or that person or why i would like to cook or why i would like to run a nonprofit or you know like none of these things they have to do with with my gender identity um, exactly that's cool thank you for sharing that because like i off i often forget to stop and think about like uh the the the, stru- the grappling of what gender means to cis, to cis people um to people who are, are not trans um and i think that's mm-hmm. in part because like it's, it's not it's not a question that people have to ask themselves a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah i was there anything that we hadn't talked about today that you want to say before we sign off? Um, I just, I want to reinforce that I am one trans perspective. Um, and the reason that I talk so um, confidently and and eloquently about what I understand, it's because I'm 100%, like I understand what I understand. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not mistaken in some ways. I am a person, I love being wrong i love being corrected because i then i am learning and i am be going to become stronger and i'd be more galvanized in my ideas um so while i think a lot of what i said uh, it holds true um i encourage people to to challenge my ideas whether it be like with me or just like in their head and then go about doing their own research and getting more perspective um because we I, I i can't be the only person talking about this you know i i well a i'm not and b i shouldn't be um because uh, no one trans person has all the answers. Um, no one cis person has all the answers. No one person has really anything without other people. Right. Um, and so the only yeah. thing I want to say is, uh, you know, subscribe and then um, <laughs> and then keep, <laughs> keep learning together. Because I'm 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 learning at the same, you know, with this hopefully with the same conviction that other people are. I do. I love that that sentiment, and I think we're really learning it now in this pandemic is that we really only have yep other people we rely on them so much uh as much as we don't (laughs) want to so where can they subscribe sure um oh god i don't okay so uh my personal insta is uh everybody loves cake and that's cake k-a-e-k um, and if you want to, you know, hitch your horse to that wagon for now, I'm, I'm creating a new platform and there will be like other handles. Um, I'm toying with this idea of uh, a platform that's called emotional support trans where I am, <laughs> I'm the trans that will sit there and like help you talk through your feelings about transness. And I don't mean that in a demonizing way. I actually, I'm, I'm excited when people do that. Um, but yeah, everybody loves cake on Instagram. Um, and then 
I'll, I'm taking over the fucking world. Also, like I, I'm nothing is going to stop me from from like continuing to pursue this like really awesome fueling goal that I have. Um, Venmo is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll be there supporting you and uh, following you also. Thanks. And I can't wait to mm-hmm. see the content yeah. you continue to put out. Yes. And, and if we want to, if you guys ever want more, like to discuss this more or you have other topics, please. Yeah. This is really fun for me. And um, yeah, we've had plenty of repeat. Cool. Yes. That'd be great. That'd yeah. be awesome. We can also have you come on and, and not talk of just about gender. There can I be have all sorts lots of, other of things to say about Canada's <laughs> drag race. Like, you, you, I could do a three episode series with you about Canada's drag race. Like I could do a th- th- I could do a fucking hundred episode series about that one stupid fucking squint that Jeff Bore Chapman. Oh, he whatever yeah, his fucking I mean, name. I don't is. like to say this about humans, but like I would love to push him down a flight of stairs like a slinky. Like <laughs> that. I really, I'm very upset about what he's doing on this show, and I think he's just take. He's just taking. I'm so from he's not contributing. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's amazing Absolutely. we haven't done a drag race. Uh, episode fucking but specifically that's when you do uh, coming i'm an expert we will. Yeah. expert excellent Haley, where can we be found zach again i love this new thing where you're asking me where our socials are this i can't believe we haven't been yeah. doing this the whole time every episode, every episode. It's crazy okay that we've, yeah but i'm so glad we started it recently anyway yeah we can be found on instagram at not together podcast on twitter at not together cast uh, you can shoot us an email at nottogetherpodcast at gmail.com. And please email please. us. Please. And we're on Facebook. Just look up We're Not Together. We should just pop right up. Um, please continue to send in those listener advice questions. Um, we love doing those episodes. We love talking to you all. So yeah. please keep sending those in, and we will keep giving our <laughs> best advice we can. And like we do say, if you want to send us something that is more private and not for air and just for us, that's fine too. Uh, just let us know. Safe word, artichoke. Artichoke. <laughs> but thank you so much again to our guest, Cake, um, for coming on. I had so you much were amazing. Fun. Thank you. It was really, really fun. I'm so glad. Yeah. And thank you to you all listeners. We really appreciate it, um, your continued support. Um, and we'll see you next thank time. You, Haley. You know thank what? you, Haley. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Haley. And thank you, C3PO. <laughs> hey, can we, can we get a round of applause for Cuck 3PO? Oh, yay. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> Once again, uh, I'm Haley. And I'm Zach. And, and we're, we're not, not together. together. Bye. Bye. We're Not Together is produced, hosted, and edited by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique. And our intro music and theme song is composed by Barry Anderson. <laughs> <laughs>